Welcome to Weight Loss for Small Animal Vets podcast. I am Nadina Kojokaru, DVM and Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to episode 18 of the podcast. The biggest lies about losing weight. The time lie. How are you doing, friends? What's up for you? I injured my back and I was literally floored or grounded by my body in the last three weeks. That meant to just lay on the floor if I wanted to be able to feel less pain. I recorded the previous podcast while having severe back pain and after that I just took a break from everything. The vet job, coaching, writing, teaching, everything. And I allowed my back pain to take the time necessary to feel better before I was back on track. I am still physically not totally restored, but I am functioning at a slightly higher level right now. Well, you know when your back is in deep trouble, if the idea of you trying to place a PVC on a nice and well-behaved 10-pound doggy and him slightly withdrawing the paw will screw up your spine again. So, yep, here I was, allowing my body the time to heal. (laughs) What a wonderful reminder for me, just before this episode of the podcast, that is about time and weight loss. And on top of that, my business coach suggested to do a time tracking for two weeks, and to categorize the time we spend according to the zones described by Gay Hendricks' book, The Big Leap. I would highly recommend you to read this book. I've had colleagues or coach clients who didn't understand the fuss about this book and didn't, you know, get it, or they were unable to read it or to finish it for a long time. And people who clicked with this book immediately. I would suggest coming back to it repeatedly if it doesn't click from the beginning because at some point, I promise you, it will blow your mind. What he says is that we operate from four zones of competence in our lives. The zone of incompetence, competence, excellence and genius. And that the more time we spend in the zone of excellence and in the zone of genius, the easier it is to capitalize on our natural, innate abilities and the more in flow we are. This is just one brief gem from this book to give you some context on it. And I will link it in the show notes. Like I said, This is the second podcast from a three-podcast series about the biggest lies we currently believe about losing weight. And I'm so passionate about time because it is so inextricably linked with being a small animal vet and it shows so much in our jobs, free time and in weight loss. And to jump to to jump in directly to time in weight loss and to make a parallel with the money in weight loss lie, we are often telling ourselves that 
we don't have time to eat healthy, or that eating healthy and losing weight implies complicated recipes. And I'm coming back to how, what thoughts we believe will create our experience of life or the way we feel, our emotions, and the results we get. And I will redirect you to podcast 6, Pulp Fiction, Thoughts Create Reality, where I present the thought model, one of the main coaching tools I use. I will invite you again to follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Vetcoach International because I post regularly on my stories what I eat and how much time it takes to prepare those things. It's easy for me to find things to eat that are under 15 or 30 minutes attention time needed to prepare because I believe the thought it's easy for me to prepare delicious foods that help lose or maintain my weight. And because I deeply believe right now that I will always find something that I want to eat no matter where I am. I added this last one, this last one thought, because I hear a lot from my clients or my colleagues that, oh, I just had to eat pasta because it was all that was offered, or that everything that was offered had sugar or flour. As a tangent or caveat, I encourage you to reduce or cut off the sugar and flour to help the biology of weight loss, but it's not always mandatory or necessary. But when I ask them, was it really true that everything that was offered had sugar or flour? Of course it wasn't true. They would have been able to find something else in those people's fridges or order something different. But their thoughts about the time necessary or the foods that they were committed to love were, I can't make a fuss. They will think I am on a diet again. I don't want to draw attention to myself or the way I eat. I won't find foods that I can eat. It will make them lose time to prepare this for me. I want to share with you a story about one of my clients that cracks me up every time I remember it. He, my client, mentioned during one of our coaching sessions that he had been invited to a friend's house on a Friday for a birthday party and the hosts planned to order pizza. Now, hold your horses. This was in the summer of 2019 when no pandemic was on and people still went on birthday parties, you know. The friends had nothing in their fridge except for the beers, some tomatoes and some ancient cheese. So the client informed me casually that he ordered a, ordered a, a, a vegan pizza with broccoli and other veggies on and that he picked up the broccoli and ate it with the cheese and the tomatoes from the fridge. And that was that. And then he continued talking about other things. My mind just exploded because he just casually moved away from the ch- from the subject. <laughs> and my mind exploded because he didn't realize what he had achieved. 
I asked him. If I'd told you when we had our first conversation that in five months you will be able to do this, what would you have said? And he said, oh, I would have told you, you are effing crazy lady. <laughs> and I would have not hired you. The, the cherry on top on, on this story is that he is a carnivore. He, he loves eating meat. He loves meat in general. He is a small animal vet, co-owning his own vet practice with his wife, also a vet. At that point in 2019, their little boy was one year old. His wife was on maternity leave and planning to gradually come back to work. And they were then in the process of building a new building from scratch to move from their current rented house with both their clinic and their home. So, he had a one-year-old kid, managed the clinic, dealing with the suppliers and the pet owners and all the emergency cases, building a new freaking building from scratch while managing that project as well, buying and negotiating from new, for new equipment for the new location. And he had already lost 30 or 40 pounds at that point. Saying no to the pizza and finding solutions for eating things that helped him lose weight without any drama had become his new normal. But as we all do, he didn't stop to acknowledge those huge successes in mind remodeling that he had achieved. Anyhow, my point with, with uh, this story is that the key to always having time to eat healthy or to be able to choose foods you want without any drama is, again, questioning the current beliefs or thoughts you have about time, healthy eating, and changing those that are in your way of losing or maintaining your weight. When we follow our brain's autopilot responses, then we will continue to choose pizza over a decent and mouth-watering steak with veggies. Or over a beautiful salad with a dressing that makes our taste buds sing. I challenge my clients to time themselves when they prepare a meal or pack a lunch. I might have been called the timer freak on occasions. And that's just because I learned from my own freaking brain's dramas how easy it is to calm myself down when I have the facts. For instance, weighing the daily food portions for a whole month for my rescue obese cat. Yep, I did it. 70 minutes. And then I had the arguments for the pet owners who thought... They didn't have time to weigh the daily intake of their pets, so they've over-approximated it and the pet didn't lose weight. So, prepping and eating my lunch for the days I work as a vet in the clinic, max 20-30 minutes. I said prepping and eating. 
And this includes eating or cooking from scratch frozen veggies with eggs in a pan. And eating it. If I had a bag of salad with some cheese or beans or meat, only 15 minutes. Another myth buster is that deciding what you'll eat in advance is boring and it's not working for your life. If this belief is working for you and you are losing weight, fine. The problem with deciding in the moment is that you will rely entirely on using willpower over your survival triad. And the survival triad is seek pleasure, avoid pain, be efficient. This is so deeply ingrained in our brains that in choosing the salad over the mac and cheese plus the cinnamon bun, you'll have to use willpower. But even being where I am now, and with all the awareness I have about my brain, I have to admit that I surprised myself once in total overwhelm and got stuck in front of the bell peppers in my grocery store, negotiating in my head (laughs) which color would be the best to choose. Just because I hadn't decided that in advance. An easy in and out grocery trip transformed into a 20-minute mind chatter until my prefrontal cortex finally suppressed my amygdala and decided to grab the first three bell peppers and screw their colors all together. I know it sounds silly. I know you believe that you don't do this, but try to find your bell peppers. The most decisive we are, and by that I mean the faster we make decisions, the better we will feel and the more efficient we'll become. When we have a lot of decision debt, we lose time always. To give you another example from our small animal vet jobs, imagine that your booked as an itchy patient case suddenly transforms into a urinary tract investigation that needs cystocentesis, looking at the urine sediment, probably x-rays, ultrasound of at least the urinary tract, blood sampling, and the vet tech that is supposed to help you is pregnant and constantly tired and feeling unease. You know that you'll be running late with the next patient and maybe the one after and you have to help that pet who is in pain. If you follow the automatic thought pattern of your brain, you'll probably feel anxious, irritated and overwhelmed. Why? Because the narrative our brains offer us in those cases is I hate to run late. Pet owners hate to wait. I am already late with the next two patients. That tech is not able to do anything. I'm not even so good at looking at urine sediments. Ugh, this days is ruined. I effing hate to be late. And yep, the front desk folks will be on my ass about this when this was supposed to be their freaking job to ask more questions before making the appointment. They will hate me for this. And I can go on and on and on and on. 
Do you feel yourself called out? I want to offer you that these kinds of thoughts try to surprise me as well. And by the way, I just love my colleagues that I work with, including the front desk folks, and no nurse is currently pregnant. This is an example from a client. When I feel overwhelmed, I just ignore the, the garbage above. I don't judge it. I don't expect it not to come. But I don't lose time making out with the garbage. I laugh and I redirect my focus and attention to the task in front of me. And when the front desk people remind me about the patient that waited for 20 minutes, I just thank them and return my attention to the microscope or to the task I have in front of me. The same type of thoughts can come after taking dental grads and discovering a pain in the brain tooth that needs to be extracted in that session and you will feel the unpleasant surprise. Instead of going into overwhelm and thinking about the next three patients you have, focus on that root, on that gingival flap, on the next root. Be decisive and don't linger in indecision. The less you indulge in overwhelm and confusion, the more time you'll save. Focus, decide, evaluate, regroup. The same is true for the food you eat. Decide in advance in detail, including the color of your freaking bell peppers. As a byproduct, my clients who are willing to gain time in their lives are coming home in time after two weeks of working with me. And those are people who are ER vets or regular small animal clinic vets. Their spouses are used to them coming home at 10 or 11 p.m. after a shift that was supposed to end at 7 p.m. And they are home at 8 p.m. with their medical charts done and with a 30-minute commute. And you know why I know that the how of it is just making rapid decisions and don't indulge in overwhelm or confusion? Because I was there. I used to come home so freaking late every freaking single day. And I know exactly how to apply this process again and again and again, daily. I know exactly what you or my clients are going through and what's going on in your brain. I know exactly what words are you telling yourself. And if you are willing to stop believing this bullshit thing that you don't have time to lose weight or to eat healthy, just contact me. I love creating time. I love helping small animal vets to lose weight to make a shit ton of money while coming home in time for dinner with their families. Send me an email to info at vetcoachinternational.com or contact me on social media. I am an open and approachable person, so just send me a message and let's talk about what do you struggle the most with in your life right now, in your weight loss journey or in your small animal vet career. And please... 
rate this podcast and leave a review so more and more colleagues can find it and benefit from it. That's all for today. Have a wonderful rest of the week, my friends. Lots of loving hugs. Mwah.